Take coming out next Tuesday. Mm. Mm. No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. All right now. All right. So today is a episode based off relationships. But before we get into that, I have a quick malfunction because it was really hurting me right now. So, oh, real quick, we're we're, we're recording. Woo. We're recording Remix. <laughs> two episodes because Janice lives in Richmond and I live in Virginia Beach. So it's best for us to record multiple episodes at once at this point in time. I don't think you had to say all that. Oh, I mean. <laughs> you didn't have to say all that. Janice lives at. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. We'll roll with it. Let's go. All right. So, um. My little malfunction today or whatever is alligators. They are weird and gross. And a little boy got ate by one <laughs> recently. It's not, oh, God, it's That's not funny. That's story. It's not funny. Oh, okay. Can you? T- <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so um, basically at a Disney resort in Florida, there was this family. They were outside, and an alligator came out of the lagoon where the resort is on. It's like by the water and stuff. And there was a two-year-old little boy standing with his dad. And the alligator snatched him up, like, from his dad. And his dad was, like, frantically trying to get the son away from him. But the alligator was biting down on the boy. So they couldn't get him. So they found the boy today, a few hours ago. I think this happened yesterday. They found him today, not too far from where he was dragged. But they found him dead. And Mm. it was crazy. I mean... Alligators' jaws can like bite down like like t- it's like a tons and tons of pressure they can bite down. And it's a two-year-old little boy. I I wouldn't be I would be shocked if like he made it. Like that's like by the grace of God if he would have made it. And I don't mm. know natural selection. <laughs> I guess that's crazy. That's way different from the situation with the gorilla, the gorilla and the kid. Right. Like they weren't doing anything this time. <laughs> the parents like they. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to have a good time. And the alligator wanted to be a dick. Right. And the dad tried his best to get his son back. But by the time he could get to the alligator, like, the alligator, like, ran. Like, they're quick. Yeah. And they're big, but they're quick. And it he couldn't get his son in time. Aww. Yeah, I know he's hurting. That would, oh, that would break my heart. Like. That's so sad. And, like, I don't, I wouldn't even know what to say to, like, prevent that. Like. Nah, like, when, but but when it comes to alligators, I guess alligators really aren't endangered, so no one cares if you kill them. But because that gorilla was kind of, gorillas are endangered because people used to just kill them all the time. And because he got shot because a little boy came into his environment, 
he got shot. But at the same time, the alligator, technically, that's his environment, too. It's all of our environment and ecosystem. And the little boy, he saw a little boy. He was like, well, that's about lunch size right there. So I'm going to... That's not an insensitive. But in a sensitive, insensitive. <laughs> the way you told the story about what happened was insensitive. <laughs> I really wasn't trying to. Douche. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. I don't know. But on a serious note, it really is sad because the little boy really didn't get a chance to live his life. And my mom and I were talking about it before the whole story unfolded and stuff. I had asked her, and I was like, I mean. No offense, but were the parents close by? Because, I mean, I know it's an alligator, and I know someone will get in shock, but I might, I might, like, try and keep the alligator, and if I get killed trying to save my baby, then I got killed trying to save my baby. But at the same time, it's an alligator, and it can Alligators take, are strong. It can take both of us at once. Yeah. So. That's true. I mean, I, he, the, at least the dad did try. And me and the alligator would have been boxing. Yeah. So. I would have kicked the shot down. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I mean, it really sucks. But it's weird. And, like, this is, like, last week there was, like, this giant alligator walking around a golf course. Yeah, just, I saw that. I saw like pictures. Dinosaur. It was gross. It was disgusting. Reptiles freaked me out. Animals in general freak me out. For the most part. If it's not domesticated, I don't really like yeah. it. I don't like birds. Don't. Me neither. I'm so scared of birds. Yeah. <laughs> birds, bugs. No. I, don't, I don't like cats either. Cats are all demons, so. Um, I think I might agree with that. Yep. I think I agree with that. Yep. So basically, I only like dogs and fish. I don't like fish either. I like to eat fish, but mm-hmm. I don't like like fish Well, pets. I like I like animated fish. Like finding Nemo. I like those fish. Yeah. But other than that, I don't so dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's I like giraffes and elephants though. Mm-mm. Because they're far away and they're big, but I don't have to like <laughs> they're, not that clo- that? they're not that close they're not that close to me to where I have to like I might die. So A giraffe tried to put me in his mouth one time. That's not a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know how when you're in... Do um, you treat you with giraffes? No, not at all. When you're in school, like elementary school, and you go on like trips and stuff, mm-hmm. we went to the zoo, and the giraffe, it had like a little gate, but it's so big, that wasn't holding it. Like, it could have stepped over the gate. <laughs> And it would have been a wrap. But I wasn't paying attention. My back was turned to the giraffe. And it leaned down and opened its mouth and stuck its... It has a huge purple tongue. It's so long and it's really thick. And it slapped me me with its tongue on the back of my neck. (laughs) And I screamed for Jesus so And it was eyeing me like, yeah, I'm going to get you next time. Because I, I fell and I started screaming and everybody came to me. So I'm trying to scramble away. And it was looking at me like, yeah. Like, oh, God. But they don't eat me. They don't. Well, it wanted me in its mouth. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was its motive, and I didn't want to go in there. So, yeah. You've been saying some wild statements. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a video of um, this giraffe. You know how um, my friend and my goddaughter just went on one. It's a... Um, it's like a safari type trip thing or whatever. You're mm-hmm. in your car and all the animals are out. Like they're not caged. None of that. All of them are out and they can come to the car and they can, you can feed them. Am I right? It's like. Well, actually the one at Disney world is like that for animal kingdom. It's like a little safari ride and you're in like a, um, what's some things called? The, um, it's like, it's not a gazebo, but, um, a go-kart. Oh, are like, you talking? Like a giant bus uh, shuttle thing. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, like, I was looking at lions, and, like, if the lion wanted to come over and pounce on us, could have. Yeah, like, that's not safe. And people pay for that. That's crazy. Yeah, you'll be paid for but, it. But. Not doing it again. Now that, that alligator ate that little boy. I'm all right. Yeah, no. I'm that right. will. Okay, in this video, they were in, like, this little go-kart thing. They were at one of those things, and they had the giraffes out. And the giraffe was chasing them. While they were going in this go-kart, and the girl was, like, she had her phone out. It was, like, videotaping, and she was, like, we're, like, really. They all had to duck down, and the dude was, like, trying to drive, and the giraffe wanted revenge. I don't know what they did, but that giraffe wanted them really bad. But, yeah, I don't, I don't like animals. Um, That's really sad. Like, that's really, really sad. I, will, I mean, I wonder what they're going to do now. Like, Oh, they, I think they, like, killed as many alligators as they could find. <laughs> All the alligators yeah. got to die. But usually when, that, when an alligator gets to something, they kill, they don't know which one did it, but they'll kill them, and then they'll cut it open to see if they can find body parts. But luckily, the baby's body was left on the side, so they found it. But they probably still killed the alligator anyway, just so it can't, it can't do it again. But... There's probably alligator eggs laying around. It's going to be more alligators. Sheesh, that's really scary. You can't do nothing. You can't go anywhere. Like, what is going on in the world? He coming back. Who is he? Jesus. Oh, (laughs) you didn't specify. I'm he. Yeah, that's why. That's why all of this crazy stuff is happening because Jesus is coming back. It says in the Bible, all of this is, well, not... Like, specifically, animals are going to be attacking humans and stuff like that. But it says that all is going to be chaotic. There's going to be wars. Yeah. Yep. And there's already wars. That's it, y'all. Get prayed up. Get prayed up and get stayed up. Does that make sense? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. Their family will be in our prayers also because that sucks and alligators are dicks so so most animals are dicks dogs aren't dicks yes they are i've they, never met you, a, a dick when dog you sit down, <laughs> when you sit down and you got a plate of food and you the dog come around you turn oh, your head well, and yeah. eat your plate yeah. yeah well sometimes it depends they just they just might be hungry Dogs are always hungry. I don't know. But. Moving on. Moving on. Um, So, like Kiana said, this is going to be a relationships episode. Mm -hmm. So, first we're going to talk about 
situationships. Do you want to say anything about situationships? Okay, so let's explain what a situationship is. A situationship is basically when you're talking to someone, you're doing everything that you're in a relationship with. Like you're like you're in a relationship, but you're there's no title. Like you're just in like a courting stage. Like most people will be even having sex in a situationship, but there is no boyfriend girlfriend title, and that gets a lot of people caught up and gets a lot of people's feelings hurt because of situationships. Situationships are the devil. Thank you so much. Um. I don't like situationships because it is confusing. Like, and it's annoying if you don't know exactly what's going on. Like, should you talk to other people or should you not because you're talking to this Mm -hmm. one person or are they talking to anybody else? Like, I don't like that. I don't like feeling like that. I don't like feeling like there's no stability like within the relationship it is a relationship it's just a different kind but yeah I and it gets confusing when you add sex into it like why do boyfriend and girlfriend things and then but you don't want to be boyfriend and girlfriend a lot of people say well when you when you add a title onto something it Makes it complicated. Yeah. Which, it does, but why do, you don't think so? I, it only makes it complicated if you don't know that's what you want. In a sense, if you're not sure that you're ready for a relationship, you're not sure that you're going to be faithful in the relationship, or committed to that person, like, emotionally, then yeah, it can be complicated. But if you know that, look, I'm ready for a relationship, I'm ready to be with one person, I'm ready to see where things go, and you find someone that has that same mindset, then no, it's not going to be complicated. Relationships are work, yes, but if you both have the same goal in the end, then it really isn't going to be that complicated. I think it gets complicated because when you say this is my boyfriend, then you have like um, you pre-recorded in your mind what a boyfriend is supposed to do. So you, (laughs) I don't know what else to say. So you expect this person to do boyfriend things because he's your boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then that can become complicated also because if that person doesn't want to do the boyfriend or girlfriend activities, then where did, what happens then? I think that's where the confusion happens in a situation. Well, I think a lot of situationships happen because of convenience. I think a lot of dudes that don't, that aren't ready for a relationship want convenience like they'll have one girl here because she can cook well they have another girl here because she can drive from wherever she goes they have another girl here because her pussy's good and it's all for convenience and that's what they're going to keep around if you're going to keep letting them use you like that as a person not you as yourself but as people use if people keep doing that then they're going to keep doing it that not all men are like that but a man that is a user a user that does that is going to keep doing that. He's going to see, she's going to give me this, she's going to give me that, and she's going to give me this. 
why why not use all of them? I want to get whatever I want. Why do I need a girlfriend? I have all these other different women that's going to be there for me to do that too. And it's easy for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that's an issue. I just, I just don't. I don't like it. I don't I don't like to be put in that situation because feelings do get hurt. Like mm-hmm. and it's just so unpredictable like today you want to do relationship things but tomorrow you might not feel like doing relationship things. Yeah. So then it's like okay, like it also depends on your level of maturity as well. True. Um, and also like certain like relationships that you've been through some people have been hurt or some people are insecure about how they are about themselves so they're not going to get into a relationship they're not going to commit to someone because they feel like they're messed up themselves and they don't want to continue to be in a relationship or to entertain someone or they just want to entertain someone for a little bit and not put themselves out wholeheartedly because when you're in love with one person you let all your walls down. You open yourself up. It's scary, but that's what you do when you really love some when you love somebody. And when someone is insecure and isn't ready to do that, they're not gonna do that. If they don't want you to know something or they don't want to let you in to them themselves emotionally, they don't want to open up. They're not gonna do that. But they will use you. Yeah, they will use you. So it's 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 sad a little bit, but at the same time. You gotta understand where people are in their certain places in their lives. You, when stuff like that happens, especially if you get hurt from a situationship, then all you have to do is you have to learn to forgive, because some people, not all people, are good people, but some people do that because of um, past relationships or how they experience things themselves. And all you gotta do is pray for them and make sure that they find that someone that can heal them that can help heal them or they learn how to help heal themselves or they figure out what their worth is and everything like that because all the situationships that I've been not all of them it hasn't been a lot (laughs) (laughs) yes we're not sluts (laughs) (laughs) but the few that I've been in it it was a factor of both of us I was I was ready to love too too easily I was ready to open myself up too easily to someone who wasn't really ready to do that. But at the same time, I really didn't know what my worth was then either. So that let them use me, and I drained myself giving them, quote-unquote, love. It really wasn't love. It was lust and foolishness put together in a young-minded young woman. And... It didn't work out. Yeah. And I'm thankful it didn't work out. And I'm thankful for those quote-unquote situationships because it helped me learn, one, who who I've grown to be as a woman, my worth, who what I like, what I don't like, and how I want to be treated. Yeah. And hopefully those people who I had situationships with, actually, I highly doubt it. But because <laughs> they, they were some screwed up people. <laughs> Well, it'd be like that sometimes. It, it does be like that sometimes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it did. It does be like that. No, it didn't. <laughs> right. Right. No. Well, but, yeah, I mean, how many, have you been in a situation Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How did that work out? It's, I don't know. 
what's happening right now. I've I've only been in one, and I I don't like it. Like I don't know what's going on. It's like I said, it's so unpredictable. It's just like I don't like I expect things to happen. Which isn't the other person's fault. It's my fault for expecting it. But I expect things to happen and then they don't happen. And I just get frustrated with the whole situation. Sometimes they want to be cutesy-cutesy and do relationship things. And then other times it's just like they're not interested. Yeah, the convenience. So it's like it's just this constant battle. And I don't... I don't like it at all. I really don't. <laughs> Especially if you're if you're a good woman and like me. Yeah. Yep. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. Good woman. Sure am. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> and, and you were raised to be, you know, a faithful person. I and sure a, was. And a good person. Uh, yep. And you run into you about to piss me off. <laughs> Just saying true things. <laughs> you run into someone like that, someone toxic, Ugh. that that breaks your heart and changes your your mental state. You don't know what to do, especially when you're young and you've never experienced anything like that before. When I first like experienced a situation, shit, I thought it was me. Like I was like, why does this person not care for me? Like I care for them. I'm doing I'm doing everything right and to make this person happy. I'm giving this person everything that I can possibly give and I'm not getting shit in return. So what is it? And in my head, like back then I was like, Well maybe they just don't like you like that in my head I'm like, Well, maybe I did something wrong. But now that I'm older, not that much I'm only twenty one. But now that I'm older, it's I can see that that's not that's not for me. Like, okay, I can see you're probably trying to use me right now. Let me just mosey on over here and live my life and, and forget about you. Because I've been through this before, and I see what you're doing. I know the game. You're not about to play it. And <laughs> just you just go on with your life. I think, yeah, I definitely think to um, get out of a situationship or figure out what you really want is to just step away, just fall back and focus on yourself. Like I, I knew what my worth is, but when I fall back and I focus on me, fall back game. Cause I gotta get this money. <laughs> I gotta get this money and I gotta worry about me. You know, it, it, it definitely helps, but yeah. Cause well, no, I've been in more than one situation, but not, but not a lot though, cause not a slut. Um, just two for me. Um, and they both were toxic and took a toll on me and was crazy. I've been in two too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's no. I just really had to realize, like I, I shouldn't be doing this, like. Yeah. I deserve better than this. You got to use discernment. If you feel like you're about to be in a situationship, you got to use that spirit of discernment to realize that, whoa, this might be something not good for me. You got to realize all aspects of what's happening. And if that person really is, you know, good for you, then it'll flow organically. 
But if not, if you have to see yourself forcing it, um, especially if that person is really not putting any effort whatsoever, then you're just going to have to cut your losses because there's no point. If someone doesn't really like you, they're just using you, you're going to be able to tell. Like, if you say you have sex with that person earlier than what you probably should have, then when it's time to have hot times again, they're going to they're gonna hit you up when they're horny. But when you just want to say, hey, you're not going to hear from them. Oh, I'm not. I lied. I had three. Oh. <laughs> That's it, though. <laughs> That's it, though. <laughs> because I'm a relationship person. I love being in relationships. Like, I'm not the type of person to just be having sex with people just to be having sex. But (laughs) if I'm not talking to anyone and then I do find someone who I like, but there, well, this is when I didn't really know my worth for real. And the other guy's like, yeah, I'm not really looking for anything, you know, you know, like that. I just want to have fun. Quote Mm. unquote. That means sex (laughs) all the time when I want it and that's it. So, that hurts too because that that was another situation where I was like, okay, you know, we hang out a lot, we have sex, we talk all the time on the phone. So, oh, I remember Valentine's Day. It was like, yeah, so we we're probably gonna do something on Valentine's Day. He treated me like a side chick and talked to me. He asked me for sex after Valentine's Day. <laughs> And at that point, I was like, okay, so this is what it is. I don't want to do that anymore, so I'm going to just let it go. But, yeah. I just, you just have to find your worth, and you just have to fall back. Falling back is the greatest thing Homer Simpson I've ever done. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's the greatest thing I've ever done, because that's when you really get to find yourself, and you really get to understand yourself and also understand the other person mm-hmm. or other people like you understand that you're both two different people it's another thing i had to learn people are going to deal with situations differently yeah so everybody's not going to love like how i love everybody's not going to express themselves express how themselves how I, ex- how I express myself and mm-hmm. i was expecting people to do that like how i do it but everyone does it differently I learned that by falling back. Like, just little things like that, I I definitely learn the hard way most of the time. But I learn still. And that's how, that's really how you got to get through life. You got to, you got to go through it. Because for someone to understand certain situations, you have to go through it. I can explain to you exactly how everything is, but if you didn't really go through it you're not gonna relate and you know and another thing uh cause of situationships like you said before you said side chicks the dude's probably in a relationship that he might be unhappy with and doesn't want to leave his girl or he might be happy but he's also has a side chick but doesn't want to tell his side chick that he's in a relationship so he's in a situationship with her trying to quote unquote give her the bare minimum of stuff. I was in something like that. And it I was, was horrible. In the situation that I was in, he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I knew about his girlfriend. We me and him were together for three years and he cheated on me a lot. 
we broke up. No, we didn't break up. He cheat with one of the girls that he cheated on me with. He got with her when we broke it off for good. Well, not for good. When we broke it off, and he got with her, and then we started talking again, and we started having sex again while he was still with this girlfriend, and I didn't care because she messed with him while I was with him. So I was like, that's what you get. It's not good. It's not good. It's not. First of all, all you ratchets out there who think it's cute to be a side chick and I, she tasted my pussy. That's not cute. At the end of the day, he's still with that girl. It's cuter to be wifey and only wifey. Yeah, like it. it this that's not cute at all. Don't do it, cause you're make you're making yourself look stupid, like for it's real. It's not cute to be a side nigga either. Niggas know your worst. <laughs> yes, hashtag niggas know your worst. <laughs> <laughs> because no, like it's not cute. It's not, and home. people think that's okay. Like I, I was one of them. Like I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, he goes home to you. Well, they don't have a home together, but <laughs> he goes home and then calls you or whatever girlfriend girlfriend y'all you are on his instagram page or whatever but every night his face is in my pussy so whoa (laughs) so who's really the winner now she was the winner because she got him still she they had it it was public like we had to be in secret it was like he was lying to her all the time and all this other stuff so yeah i (laughs) <laughs> I just had to realize, like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, yeah, I was pissed with her because she was messing with him while I was with him. But I was like, you know what? I I don't want anybody to do that to me again because that hurts and it mm-hmm. sucks. So I'm just going to stop doing it. And I just cut it off. I know I gave him an ultimatum. I said, either you leave her and you get with me because we were doing things too, going out, you know, all that kind of stuff, relationship stuff with me and with her. So, and I knew about her. She just didn't know about me. Still doesn't know about me till this day. He better be glad that I'm not messy. <laughs> and I didn't go to her and say, hey, look, your man's been in my pussy for the past, <laughs> <laughs> past couple months. So you got to do something about that. Oh, God. Like, I'm not that type of person. So I told him, I was like, well, you either stay with her and you don't get to have me. Or you stay with me and you leave her. And he got so upset. It was like, I don't understand why I have to choose. What? Uh, sir? <laughs> sir? Excuse me? What do you mean? You, what? So, yeah. I had to let that go. I was like, well, I was like, well, I guess you chose who you wanted. Because you, you're not going to leave her. He wanted his cake. And he wanted to eat it also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> nah, the... The last situationship I was in, um, before the relationship I'm in now, was I was with this dude, and he slid into the DMs, of course. Okay. And (laughs) we met up, we had sex before we should have had sex. Wait, we shouldn't have had sex at all. Stop moving. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Making me mess up. Um, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. But, yeah, before we should have, and, you know, it was fun, but 
I quote unquote fell, I'm gonna say fell in lust, and I thought he was like the next big thing, like for me. And I told my mom about him. Oh my gosh! And he was supposed to drive me to meet my grandfather halfway to South Carolina. He bailed on me. Everything he said he was gonna do, he bailed on me. Wouldn't hear from him. But whole time he would be. The one he bailed on me, he was supposed to take me to South Carolina to see my grandfather meet me halfway. Mm-hmm. He was with his girlfriend that I didn't know about. Wow. At all. Wow. And she followed me on Instagram, and she followed some of my friends on Instagram and was just, like, creeping. And I followed her, too, and I saw her on Instagram, and she was saying, I love my boyfriend so much, and it's the nigga that I'm, I'm <laughs> supposed to be with. <laughs> I, man, niggas that trifling. Man, that I screenshotted crazy. that shit so fast. Look, the power of screenshot is amazing. It is. It really like, she is. blocked me, like, after I screenshotted it. And I pulled up on this nigga, and I was like, so, who is this? And he was like, uh, uh, he made that dumbass noise. Uh, uh, <laughs> he was like, ah. Uh, she just a friend. I said, friend, do you not see those words? And you're holding her, and you're, you know, being a groupie. And she said that she's a, he, he called her a groupie, and that she want nobody, and everything like that, that she's crazy. I'm like, if she's crazy, why are you squeezing her ass? Well. <laughs> That's weird. I'm not going to squeeze no crazy, crazy person's ass. Crazy. <laughs> you get your words together. I need to get my words in order. Um. But, yeah, and he almost got me. Like, he was like, yeah, you know, she ain't shit or whatever. And he had had one of his fuck-ass friends vouch for him. But I should have paid attention because he didn't even like this friend for real. He was like, man, that nigga is a whole liar. I, I don't trust him. But then called the nigga up to try and vouch for him. That was strike one of 15. <laughs> okay. And he almost had me. And... I was like, all right, you know, I forgive you or whatever. And he gave me a kiss, and he was like, you're amazing, and all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And my friends helped me out, like, so much with that situation. Like, I was crying, and my friend, she was like, look, you know your worth. You don't deserve that nigga at all. She helped me type the text message to send to him because I was so heartbroken that I couldn't even do it. She was like, this is, she typed it up. She was like, is this what you want to say? I read it. I was like, I edited it how I kind of make it my own and stuff. And she was like, you hit send. So I hit send and I was like, fuck you nigga. And he kept texting me <laughs> and calling me. He was like, I miss you. I'm sorry for oh, how things course. happened. Oh, and he was like, yeah, you know, I just wish things could, you know, work out and stuff. And he, this is like almost a month after the situation. He hit me up after after a month, and I was like, "So, um, you're just now texting me back about about this?" He was like, "Yeah, you know, I thought you know what you wanted your space or something." I was like, "Nigga, if you really cared, <laughs> if you really cared, you wouldn't hit me up right after. You wouldn't have waited too long. You would have waited this long." I was like, "So you waited too long. You're too late. Goodbye." And her shit for him. A few months later, tried to slide in DMs. I was like, what do you want? <laughs> I don't want, don't talk to me. And I heard from him since, and I'm glad. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, God, because that was toxic. And thank God for friends 
who are who are really good people who ones know who can you can depend on friends. <laughs> <laughs> but but no seriously, thank God for like really good people, like the people that he has put in my life to help me through certain situations and everything like that. Um, thankful because that nigga was crazy. <laughs> Truth is, I'm tired. Um, that's, <laughs> that's all I know. You don't know the word? No. <laughs> wow. Mm. Anyways, okay, so one of our good friends um wants to know this question. Are we still recording? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. One of our good friends um, asked this question because she has issues. When is it a good time to fart in front of your partner? This is more so for females because men don't care. They just do it whenever. Like, it's whatever. But me, I have to be comfortable with you. Like, it has to be on a level like... I don't even know. Like, we have to be together for a long time for me to do that. But the dude that cheated on me, I was with him for three years, I never farted in front of him ever. I never felt comfortable. That probably should have been a sign that, to get yeah, out. That been, you know, the lucky charm, let your nut, your ass know. Go. But, yeah, I wasn't comfortable enough to fart in front of him. But, actually... The only boyfriend I've ever been comfortable to fart in front of was my last boyfriend. And it was whatever because I was super duper comfortable with him. Other than that, anybody else? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had an ex who asked me to pass gas in front of him. Why? That's so weird. I was like, I'm not comfortable passing gas in front of you. And he was like, what? That means you're not comfortable with me. I just want you to be so comfortable. Just go ahead and do it. And I was like, okay. And I did it. And he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last time, the last, <laughs> my last boyfriend, mm-hmm. oh, you weren't there. Um, We were in my room in the dorm, mm-hmm. and we were chilling or whatever with his friend and my roommate. And <laughs> I'd never farted. Well, actually, I used to fart all the time. I just wouldn't say anything about it. So, yeah, <laughs> they come out. <laughs> I just wouldn't say anything. But I was like, oh. I said something. I was like, I have to fart. He was like, so do it. And I was like, but it's going to be a big one. He was like, so just do it. We're, like, cuddled up now. So I was like, okay. I was like, you said do it. I let it all out, and he hopped out the bed. <laughs> he was so mad. I was like, but you told me to do it. He was like, hey, that was going to be all of that. And then ever since then, I was just like, well, most of the time, sometimes I'll announce it, but for the most part, it just comes out, and I just don't say anything about it. Most of my farts are silent, so <laughs> nobody will ever know. Mm, I wish I had <laughs> Um, but yeah, when did I don't remember the first time I passed gas in front of my boyfriend, but it happened and he didn't give two shits about it. He was like, "Do you feel better?" <laughs> he was like, "Yes." He was like, "All right, so do you want some ice cream?" <laughs> I was like, "That's." 
that I was comfortable, and ever since then, just mm. yeah, whatever. I still, I still try my best to hold it in, though. But just, I don't know. I respect. Depends on like in close quarters. Like if we're laying down or something, I really like. I'll probably get up and then do it. But if we're like in the car or walking, it's free game. <laughs> well, if if we're like cuddling or something, I'll announce it before. I'm gonna do it still, but I'm I'm just gonna announce it so that you know that it's coming, and then he'll be like, "So, <laughs> like, okay." But yeah. I mean, is you do it whenever you feel comfortable. If you don't feel comfortable, then you probably shouldn't be with them. <laughs> or it's yeah. just too early. Yeah, or too early. Because imagine, like, when you get married, you're going to have to fart in front of you. You have to, like, you have to poop. You, you have, have to, to fart. You're you going to mess up his, your... You're going to see his dirty drawers. With the doo-doo streaks in them. All that. You got to at least <laughs> fart. You have to, like, I knew, yeah, after that fart, after I farted like that, and then after that, like, we started peeing, like, I'll be in the bathroom pooping, and he'll be in there talking to me. Oh, fuck no. I'm not not there yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah, we were there, and, like, but he used to piss me off because he used to go and poop and call me in there to look at something on Instagram or something. But he'll be pooping. But he won't tell me, like, he's in there pooping. I'll go in there, and I have to smell it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, no, I got to show you this real quick. And I'll stand in there, and he does the same thing for me. We hold conversations while we're pooping. We're that comfortable. Mm-mm. I think that's how it should be yeah, when you get married. Be, but- well, you don't have a choice when you get married. Well, actually, my sister hides. Like, they have two bathrooms in their house. She will, if he's downstairs, she'll go upstairs to do whatever she has to do. And then she'll have all these candles and all these sprays to cover it up. Like, she don't poop. Like, everybody poops. But he's annoying. He'll say something about, oh, you blew it up. He'll say something. But still, it's life. Like, it, everybody does it. It happens. So, I mean, if that's your husband. You might as well do it with your husband. If you can't do it with your husband, that's an issue. Then you need to get a divorce. <laughs> because that's, that's not cute. You can't part in front of your husband. Yeah, that's wild. At least in your own home. Look, we have a mortgage together. I'm farting. <laughs> I pay for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, the next question is, what are the most important factors of a relationship? Um, like, uh, intimate relationship, friendship, because it can, like, coincide as well. It could, but, I mean, we've been talking about, like, intimate relationships. That makes sense. Right. <laughs> Why would we talk about friendships all of a sudden? I don't know. I like friends. Okay. That's um, okay. Uh, you said, that's it, huh? <laughs> What's wrong with you? So, One of the most important factors oh, in a relationship. Um, trust. Absolutely. Um, love. Commitment. <laughs> she has a, a, a paragraph that, I wrote that she wrote for, for, s- for school. Hey, wait, was it for school? Yeah, but it's how I feel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna read it. I might. Um, the whole thing is really long. It's really good though. Okay. 
Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so... So, I wrote this for... Actually, I had a um, psychology of marriage class, and mm. it was a really good class. That sounds interesting. It was a really good class. Is, is you there, know, I got an A in that thing. But, uh, um, is there an online version? Yeah, that's how I took it. I took it over the summer. I, I'm going to do that. Yeah, it was a really good class, and um, I learned a lot about my personal relationship myself as a woman and it also helped me with my writing skills and everything like that so it was a really good class and this is like a snippet of something that I wrote for this class and it was basically asking what do you need to have a strong relationship a strong intimate relationship so I said to have a strong intimate relationship all the seven properties are needed and the seven properties are commitment trust knowledge care interdependence responsiveness and mutuality um, and I said, but I feel that some way more than others, like trust and commitment. If a relationship doesn't have trust, then in my opinion, the relationship is a waste of time. I was in a relationship where the trust wasn't there to begin with, and that ended in heartbreak. If there is no commitment, then there shouldn't be a relationship either. A relationship without commitment is commitment is bound for disaster. One relationship is already a lot of work. Why waste your significant other's time by not but not being committed to them. Lack of commitment doesn't always mean adultery, but more so lack of work put into the relationship. Absolutely. For example, working on the job more than spending time with your significant other or having your priorities out of order. A relationship Absolutely. Can, can have knowledge, care, interdependence, responsiveness, and mutuality, but if it doesn't have trust and commitment, then it will fail. Hey, man. I showed you good at A on that. That paper, was though. good. That was um, good. Mm-hmm. Gotta put that degree to test. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I think all of that. And um, did you say compromising? No, but that, I believe that. Compromising, I also think, is an important factor because if you can't agree or agree to disagree and just let it be that, mm-hmm. then that's also an issue. Mm-hmm. That I've personally experienced. (laughs) Compromising is really big for me. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that because when if you don't compromise about certain things, you don't have to compromise about everything. Sometimes you might have to give in, but for a majority of the things, if you don't compromise, you might end up being selfish in the relationship. And if it end up, it's a relationship isn't really meant to be selfish. No, not at all. You can be selfish towards yourself, or if that person is not a good person and is toxic and you're hurting, then you'll have to be selfish to remove yourself from the relationship. But if it's a good, healthy relationship, you being 100% selfish is not going to build the bond between you two. You have to learn how to compromise with certain things, like even going out to eat to, to the next step in the relationship. You have to really put in put into factor both people's needs and their wants for everyone to be happy because if everyone is not happy in the relationship or willing to compromise for the relationship then it probably won't it won't make it and it it's the little things it really is that add up. like you really have to you really have to think about what how you feel and you know, whatever, what your stance is and the other person's stance, and then you have to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there are situations where you can just agree to disagree, but 
don't let that agree to disagree situation blow up though. So yeah, compromising is so, so, so important for me because yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't want you to go into depth. I'm not going to go in depth because we already know. (laughs) Yeah. Just, yeah, it's important. Okay. Next. Oh, frick. Okay. Double standards. Oh, yeah. In relationships. So. A double standard. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, what would be a good definition for a double standard? Because I. I Yeah, okay. Uh, I usually can make up definitions on the fly, but right now I can't. Okay, I'm going to Google what a double standard is. A double standard is basically, it's okay for someone else to do it or one gender or one person to do it. Here it is. Watch me me be right. (laughs) A rule or principle Mm. that is unfairly applied in different ways to different people or groups. That's what I said. Yeah, but yeah, that (laughs) sounded nice. Um... (laughs) <laughs> my boyfriend and I talk about double standards all the time <laughs> like um uh it's so like for example a man can only pay for a woman when they go out like going Dutch in some people's relationships is looked down upon or weird or the woman paying for the whole date is weird too um I don't mind paying for a date don't mind going Dutch I don't mind him paying for me either. I mean, if I have the money, I have the money. If he doesn't have the money and I do, I'll pay for the date. If I don't have the money, he does, he'll pay for the date. And that's it. And if we don't have the money for each other, but we have the money for ourselves, then we'll just have to do that. We still together. Yeah. I'm still looking at him in his face, like, eating or hanging out or watching a movie or something. So it doesn't mean that we're not spending time together. It's it's just money. So it that really doesn't matter. But... He asked me, like, a woman pushing in or op- push, pulling out a chair for a man to sit down. I'm not pushing. I'm, I'm not, not pulling no chair that. for no man. That That's, I'm not a knight in shining armor. I'm a lady. Like, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm supposed not, to sit pretty, and that's that. I'm not pulling out no man's chair. That's one thing that I think men should do. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't have to. That's I don't care. But that's, yeah, that's the one that I agree with. Yeah, I mean. But. That's just so weird. Like, I'll pull out your chair if your foot broken and you really need some help or something. Yeah, like if you need assistance. But if, if you're healthy, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with doing that. It, it's That's a little bit too awkward for me. Yeah, that's weird. And maybe society kind of messed my mind up with that. But Probably, that, but. I don't think that's cute. No. No, no, uh. Big burly dude with a beard. <laughs> Some big thick man, <laughs> and you sitting there pushing him in. No, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Okay, so do you? Would you feel comfortable with proposing to a man? No, I wouldn't either. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I, I mean, only because I feel like women are so much more easily 
ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. And men, it takes a while for them to be like, this is the one that I want to spend the rest of my life with. So when he proposes, that means that he's ready for that commitment and he's ready for all that comes with marriage because, you know, we know how men are. So (laughs) that's why I wouldn't feel comfortable with doing it with a man because I could be ready for marriage. Okay, let's do it. And they're like, uh, like I don't, I'm not ready for this. No, see, I, I don't. I think I'm strong enough that if I could propose to a man, I would. But I think a woman proposing to a man belittles his his manliness. I don't think that's masculine of a man to have a woman propose to him. Like, I mean, no offense to Jim Jones and whatever the hell her name is, um, but Chrissy. Yeah, her. Um, but. She proposed to him, and I they, felt like he didn't really want to do that for they're real. They're not married yet, are well, they? No, I don't think so. And how long ago was that? That was years ago. I don't remember. That but, was years ago. But still, like... I might have been a freshman in college. <laughs> that was years ago. I don't remember. But yeah, like, because when, when she asked him, he was looking like... I mean, he had a smile on his face because people were around, but he was just like... Eh. Yeah, he wasn't going to say no because that would have embarrassed the shit out of her. And I've seen a bunch of videos where these girls are proposing... To, not girls, they're women. Like they're, they're like pretty successful women, actually. But they're proposing to their man, and I I don't think... That's just not... It's my personal opinion. Like You're going to do whatever you want to do, but I personally... Would not do that. I'm not going to get down on one knee and make my knee ashy, especially if I'm in a dress, <laughs> to propose to what? my man. No. No. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would much rather just wait until he's ready. And <laughs> Like, can you imagine that? Like, uh, imagine how the Tyler Perry Medea, like, engagement thing was slipped, and she put the, the red and band on his finger, and he went to the mirror and was like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like, I don't, 
I don't like that. Like, I don't want to stress myself out and feel like I'm the only one who's able to pay for the bills or, you know, buy the food and I got to do all this stuff. Like, I would much rather just split it. And sometimes I can stay home with the kids while you at work and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like stay at home, nobody. Because I feel like that's lazy. <laughs> like, you got to work. You have to have some money. I, I mean, they can be ha- um, homeschooling the kids. You know, you got a, a nice cook. They got to have an online job. Something. They can't just not be Make doing. Money. Yeah, because I'm not. And I know me. If I were to get married and I have a stay-at-home dad. Well, or my man. Husband. Yeah. I would stress myself out trying to make sure that I have food on the table and there's clothes on everybody's backs and, you know, all the bills are taken care of. That's all me, Mm. all of it. And I I mean, some women feel like that's the all of the man's responsibility, but I, I mean, I don't feel like that's okay either. I wouldn't want that stress to be on my man either. So that's why yeah, I said I, I want to split. I think it should be an equal thing. I take care of the kids as much as you take care of the kids. I clean up as much as you clean up. I cook as much as you cook. I make the money as much as you make the money. Someone might make more money than the other, but we're both making money. Then it's a partnership, and we're doing everything down the middle. If I wash the dishes on Monday, you wash the dishes on Tuesday, and I'll dry them. Like we flip it. Like everything right. has to be equal. Absolutely. And you take care of the kids just as much. Like I don't think that it should be. The man is out working all day, and then the woman is at home taking care of the kids, cleaning, cooking, doing all that by herself. Like, I personally couldn't no, do that. I'm get, not. I get bored <laughs> sitting down for 45 minutes. Not doing yes, I, I have, have to, to be doing something, to do something at all times. Like, before I got this job, I thought I was going to die. Like, <laughs> doing absolutely nothing bothers me like I have to be doing something at all times um, unless I'm like relaxing yeah I work a lot so when I have a day's off I don't do anything like I'm just chilling that's like uh that's that's good if you work a lot you have a day off you're not wasting time but you're if you don't you don't have a job you're not doing anything you're just shooting the shit like (laughs) what does that mean Exactly what it sounds like, not doing nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, then what's the point? Like, I hate when I, like, like, last summer I didn't have a job. So I would try my best to find some community service to do or anything like, something like that. But I didn't like not having a job because I wasn't making any money. And I kept having to ask my parents for money. And I was it was just annoying. So this summer, now that I had a job, and I have to find another job. But it's okay, because I had a job for most of the summer. And looking for all the other stuff, I'm going to be going to school again. It's it's not as bad, because I was doing something. Like, when I wasn't doing anything, I was, like, I felt like I was, like, dying. I was like, oh, my God. No. I'm tired of watching TV. I'm tired of being in the house. I'm tired of doing this. Right. I'm tired of doing that. But I ain't got no job to put gas in the car. I was like, I can't go do nothing. I can't, <laughs> I can't do nothing. So it was just annoying. So I worked out. <laughs> well, that's good. And I stopped working out. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not good. So, <laughs> there's that. But, yeah, I I don't know. I don't see how I don't see how people do it. I mean, my mom worked for most of the time. And then 
maybe like a few years before she died, she was a homemaker and was taking care of us and um cooking and cleaning and stuff. But she did that because she wanted to. Mm-hmm. That ain't me. <laughs> I do. I just want to let everybody know that's not me. Don't expect me to do that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no thanks. No, no thank you. <laughs> Anything else? No, that is it. So, what you got for me? I have an inspirational quote. You gonna sing it? Uh, yeah. Inspiration. Oh, uh, are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so the quote is, as I look back on my life, I realize that every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. Mm. (laughs) So if something doesn't work out for you, you don't get that job, someone breaks up with you, that friend doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Something happens. You lose your house. Just know <laughs> that you shouldn't hold on to little things like that because God is working out something much bigger. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. This is Inside the Natural Mind, and we are out. Peace. Bye. Turn it off, please. Fight!